Oh wow, my my tablet just turned. Oh, my tablet just turned on to the the little like anti blue light thing, so you can go to sleep and the screen is all nice and warm colors. That's cute. Is it I like, like go I... to sleep, bitch? Yeah, it's like you should be asleep now, bitch. At nine o'clock. Yeah, it turns on at nine because because I'm an irresponsible fuck and I don't know how to take care of myself. Okay. Fair enough. Reasonable. Totally understandable. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> So I was just talking about how I, I'm trying to draw adorable chibis and I accidentally give them fat asses. Literally all the time. Every single time. Every time. Every time yeah. I try to do the thing. <clears throat> oh, it's so hard. It's like, yeah, you're so cute, except for those little hips. Because you want to give them a little bit of chub, but then oh, it's like, I oh. I do. We need chub in this world. If there's yeah, no chub, do. then like, why are you even alive? It's true. That chub is what you fall asleep <laughs> on, you know what I mean? It's that, that soft little pillow for your neck. That chub is what keeps you alive in the dark recesses of the night when no one is there. And it's just you and your thoughts. It's just you and your chub. That's what that Anastasia uh, Pixar, Pixar? What, whatever the fuck, Warner Brothers animated movie. That's the real song. It's in the heat of the night, chub will find you. <laughs> Hello everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Hot Podcast. This is episode number 25. Um, Ashley is still off in the mountains doing doing Ashley things, like hunting goats. And, and fighting bears. And fighting bears. And drinking their blood and terrorizing small Mexican villages. That's a chupacabra, never mind. Oh, if you, if you, <laughs> if you put them both under a magnifying glass, really, there's no, you know, there's no telling. There's no, which one's Ashley, which one's a chupacabra? We don't know. So it's, wow. This whole they're, time. They're barely indistinguishable. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast with Trucy, Maggie, and our friend, the Caucasian Chupacabra. <laughs> not to say Ashley is anything at all like this, but I just imagined like... No, she is not a blood-sucking goat monster. <laughs> well, no, I mean also, just I just imagined her walking into like a Whole Foods, like a Chupacabra walking into a Whole Foods and being like, um, can I get some like... I don't know, lean goat meat? Like, is that a thing? <laughs> so it's really unfortunate that Ashley doesn't listen to this podcast. <laughs> or maybe it's very fortunate, because now we can just talk all of the shit that we want. You know it's what I mean? true. Like, we can call her a, 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 a beautiful sunset. Yeah, because I was going to say, I was like, there's, I mean, there's aside from literally... the rare chupacabra comment, I don't, I don't think we can ever be mean to Ashley. Well, it's because nothing she does ever warrants being mean at yeah because she's just a pleasant person she is a very pleasant person yeah it's a shame she doesn't listen to this <laughs> yeah well you know what it's fine it's you know it's like the it's the phrase well real what's most important is the stuff that people say behind your back that are good or something i don't know that's how the quote goes or something sure yeah welcome back to the stream of consciousness cast <laughs> We are two gay artists, and we make oh. art and be gay. Wow. It's just how it is. It's just how it gotta be. It's no no other way I know how to be. I just had a big bowl of pho. Oh. Shout out to every single Vietnamese person on the planet. Uh, wow, nice. Fuck yeah. <laughs> it's just good shit. It's just good noodles. It's good noodles. Yeah. It was my parents' anniversary, so uh, my sister. Congratulations. I know, congratulations. Uh, but at what cost? No, um... Oh my god! 
<laughs> no, uh, so my sister made made everybody a big steak dinner, but your girl's a pescatarian, so she made yeah. me a salmon steak, which was really sweet. That is awesome. That is yeah, very cool. Really, it was also delicious, because she made, like, um, sautéed mushrooms that were, like, in brown sugar and Worcestershire sauce. Oh, it was very tasty. And like, they paired with the salmon super good. That sounds like a fucking... That sounds like a Merry Christmas, if I, if I ever... <laughs> If I ever did marry a Christmas, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Wow, so you, you like put your penis in the steak? Uh, well, the salmon steak, but yeah. Awesome. Okay. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> we're just we're just having we're just back at it. We're just back at it, folks. Oh, absolutely. Back at it. Good shit. <laughs> right. All right. Okay. <laughs> oh, Jesus. On the uh, okay. I'm on the docket. I wrote. I wrote. I wrote down. Um, and this was as I finished the anime. It's the I wrote down a bullet point. Uh, Odd Taxi semicolon the best fucking anime of the goddamn year. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, everyone should watch Odd Taxi. This is this is not a drill. <laughs> this is me, your 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 friend, but not really because you don't know me like that. And also, <laughs> parasocial relationships are a very real issue that should be addressed. Mm-mm. Um. So as your figurative friend, whose disembodied voice you listen to through the internet, I'm doing wow. you a solid by telling you that you should really take the time out of your day to watch this short 13-episode long anime series called Odd Taxi about a walrus taxi driver as he rides people around Japan. And that's it. That's just it. That's just it, man. It's just really good. If you like mysteries... It's a damn good mystery because the uh, the seeds that this show plants, it plants very subtly, and then when you finish it and it unravels everything before your very eyes, you get to have fun and go back and uh, enjoy all the little tiny seeds that they planted that are that only started to blossom at the end of the show, and hmm. it's very very interesting. It's very it's very fun. Hmm. That's a damn good anime. That is yeah, a watched... damn good anime. <laughs> I watched the first couple episodes at your behest, and um, no, it was honestly very interesting. I just sort of fell out of it. it but um, it feels like a podcast, more like it does. It? it yeah, it's like very it's episodic, but not in a like in a way to come back to a series of friends, almost like sitcom based. Yeah, where you're like going back to the people that you know over and over again. Oh yeah, it's it's actually kind of amazing how well that show works, considering it is kind of just like a radio show it's so dialogue heavy it's phenomenal there are no wasted scenes and the more you get into it like there it's just it it just gets better and better and then it's done and and it's like no i want more but but it's great Mm -mm. that's it it's it's just it's just a good ass anime about a walrus man taxi driver Maggie, tell me about um, don't bully me, Nagatoro-san. Uh, yeah, we can do all of our. We can yeah, we can have dessert first. Let's do that. Um, what, why not? I mean, I'm, I, clearly I didn't do any fucking research into video game news. <laughs> so I mean, I just figured this would be a catch-up episode, if anything. Yeah, we can do that. No problem. I'm I'm very into that idea. Yeah, that saves me a lot of work. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, sorry. Okay, so uh, Don't Bully Me, Negataro-san is, um, for anyone in the audience, a sort of, like, 
shoujo-esque slice of life anime about a boy in his second year of high school and a first year girl who finds him in a library when she's hanging out with her friends and she is very much a popular girl and he is a nerd like very traditional like introvert character anyways so okay they're in the library and then something happens and he drops something one of her friends walks over immediately sees it and starts making fun of him with the group of girls that is Nagatara's friends she stays after they leave to further bully him and once she makes him cry she realizes oh yeah I'm into this what the fuck wait (laughs) what is this a sex thing is this a sex show is this a hentai feels like a hentai and the artist who drew the manga is absolutely a a hentai artist because you you know the difference between regular anime like and hentai you see it immediately it's in positions yeah it's in the titty amount it's in the facial expressions absolutely so it's not a hentai but the artist knows what the fuck he's doing so um yeah no it's uh so obviously a hentai so very obviously like, uh, it's like, like a g-rated hentai clearly a hentai. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah no it's just sort of like it starts off being like oh this is a sex thing oh this is a sex thing isn't it and then as the episodes continue nagataro develops as a character and yeah. her coming in and finding this dude just to bully him and see him cry so that she can make fun of him and get off on it is yeah. like it becomes less like that and it becomes more like Oh, he said something really nice to me. Like, oh, he's actually a really interesting person. Oh, he's really sweet. Why is he being so nice to me? And oh, then when no. she calls him out on his bullshit, he's like, I just like you. And she's like, what the fuck? But it's wholesome. It's really, really cute. And as you notice, she pulls back in her bullying. They introduce her friends. And then they sort of start to bully. But then Negataro takes this, like, defensive stance. It's organic. It's very fluid and it feels it feels good to watch like okay okay I started watching this like my partner came over and he and I were sitting on the couch and watching this my brother has seen it a couple of times so he came in and sat with us we're all just watching it together and every time something happened and this fucking loser nerd senpai would start like tearing up or crying because something was going too far I would be like oh no and I would like I would feel my brother and my partner staring at me like that's you (laughs) <laughs> that is you and i'm like fuck you this is too real so um because you're a loser kid that gets bullied because you have a tiny penis yeah that's i have the smallest dick you've ever seen <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> but like you also get off to it and your bully also gets off to it apparently i i mean i don't know maybe <laughs> <laughs> anyways but it's it's very good uh the character relationships in the show are very well done and at no point during this was I ever like, she's taking it too far. And if I did feel like that, it was immediately rectified or he fought back in a way that you weren't expecting. And you're like, oh my god, yes, because it's a give and take relationship. Like it was, ah, it's oh. very cute. So it's not just like a very, it's not just like a standard fair, like, obviously this is just a fetish thing show. It starts off like that, but then it, it becomes something much deeper. And you, yeah, you start rooting for him and her because she she starts off being a trash bag, but very quickly Negataro becomes a character that you honestly simp for a little bit. <laughs> I don't know. Gotta simp for the small, small girl. Yeah. Small dom girl. I've seen a lot of porn of this character, Maggie. 
that's fair. That's reasonable. That's like probably so much. Like nonstop infinite porn. Yep. Yep. I believe that. I so, truly believe that. So when you. So uh, yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. Nag Nagatoro Senpai. All right. Definitely yeah, I, a recommend from you. Honestly, yeah. Because hey, here's the thing. If you like rom coms with a twist, I, I love rom coms. Is, yeah. This is this is a good one. It's very good. I fucking love rom-coms, dude. I would recommend it. I would recommend it. Because one, she's very... Like, it's a fun premise. Two, you're 100% rooting for the underdog. And three, you're rooting for both of them. Well well before, like, episode three, you're rooting for them. Well, this girl looks like me. And the boy also looks like me. Like, in different <laughs> ways. <laughs> it's the yeah. aura. He has very, um... He has very big loser energy. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, absolutely. Wow. Like, okay. <laughs> it's it's really good. It's really good because every time he introduces a new uh, hobby or something that he's into, it's very much like she's gonna make fun of him for that, and then she's kind of into it too, and it's like, oh, they're bonding. Okay. Oh. I'll give this a shot, Maggie. I recommend it. Oh, by the way, best character in the whole show is Gamo. Gamo-chan. She is one of uh, Nagatoro's friends. She's the best one. Uh, Nagatoro Gam Gamo? Yeah, G-A-M-O. Oh, Gamo. Gamo. I'm sorry, Gamo. Oh, holy shit, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah right? Bro. Yeah, right. Oh. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> I, I knew Trisha. I knew you were a woman of culture. I knew it. Holy shit. <laughs> I want her to kill me. Straight up, I would like Nagatoro's <laughs> over here bullying Nerd Chan, and I'm like, oh, that's cute. And then I saw Gamo come in, and I'm like, oh, she could bully me, no question. Fuck, I'm like, holy oh, she shit. can. Oh, she can systematically oppress me any day. <laughs> <laughs> she can fucking. <laughs> Jeez. All right. <laughs> Anyways, let's uh, let's 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 move on to the. I played Neo. The world ends with you. How was that's the that's the new in the franchise, right? Two thousand seven, and it's twenty twenty one right now. Yeah, yeah, so that's about that's fourteen. That was fourteen fucking years ago. Woof. When I was, but a, a young, young boy, my father. I was, Maggie. Maggie, yeah. I was eight years old. Holy shit. Maggie, I was eight years old when the world ends with you released for the Nintendo DS. I feel old. Yeah. And I was around ten when I played that game. So, I, I, obviously, as a child, I didn't know what the fuck that game was about. But then I replayed it when I was a teenager, and mm -mm. the themes really, really uh, connected with me. Have you ever played The World Ends With You, the original? I have not. No, my friend was obsessed with it, but I have never touched it. Yeah, it has it has like literally the best video game music known to man, like hands really? down. Oh. Are you are do you like? I don't even know. Do you like hippo hop? Of course, I like the hippo hoppa. Do you like, like Shibuya hip kid teenager hip hop? You ever been to Mampuku in Toronto? I love Mampuku. Are, are you kidding me? Okay, look I'm just at confirming. Me. Yeah, listen. Look, look at me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. I fucking love the music <laughs> they play at Mampuku. What the fuck is wrong with you? Anyway, sorry. Continue. Yeah. Okay. For anyone who does not know, Mampuku is a very, a very quaint little. Uh, it's like a very small, I'd say, cafeteria style like mini shop where mm -hmm. they just have a bunch of assorted Japanese foods, 
that you can get like udon and um mm. tea rice yeah what what even what even is that shit anyways i had it and it was great yeah it's like a it's like t uh you can get an onigiri and essentially a tea broth ochi ocha ochazuke 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 i'm just i'm just throwing it is ochazuke hell nice. yeah I know Japanese guys. All right. Wow. All right. Yeah, it's a green tea, like stock and hot water over cooked rice. It's just a good ass like leftover meal. And you can just get like casual foods like that. This is a very yeah. nice place. It's very great. I used to know uh, the the patron on a first name basis because I, I went to OCAD and it's a oh, uh, God. I know, but it's in the it's in the grunge the Grange whatever the fuck it's called yeah and uh yeah because we basically like every day after class it was like we're gonna hit mampuku because hey three dollars for an entire bowl of udon that's my oh. whole meal for the full oh, yeah. day it was like such like so cheap like so cheap. stupid cheap right so the world ends with you um yeah. <laughs> sorry <laughs> critically acclaimed for its style points oozing out if you've ever seen a single piece of art or heard a, a music from this game and you're like, damn, that's some style. It's probably The World Ends With You. Mm. And after 14 years, the sequel is here. And um, frankly, having played the demo now, to this day, my friends and I, who all love the game, still can't believe that it actually exists because what the fuck? <laughs> um, it's good. And the first game had a, had a very cool gameplay style in that every single attack that you can equip you can basically have like a set number of like four or five pins and they would all have a unique system of input so there would be like a bullet pin and you can tap the screen and then neku the main character will shoot bullets from his his hands and he can shoot like five bullets and then it's on a cooldown and then you can swipe down or up, and then he'll do like a slashing combo on the enemy. So there's a bunch of different inputs like that. You could hold down the stylus on the touchscreen, and he would shoot like a fire pillar from the ground. Hmm. Yeah, uh, there's, there are people who hate it. Uh, I think they're fucking idiots, and that gameplay style is amazing. It is great. And if you don't like it... Then you're weak, and you must be pulled. <laughs> we can't have you progressing humanity. It's true. We can't. We can't have your regressive genes. Oh my god. <laughs> no, I, I jape. I jape. Of course. <laughs> of course. Obviously. Um. So when they made the sequel, the biggest question was, oh, how are they going to do the weird, funky ass Nintendo DS touchscreen controls? Because. While you're doing all the weird bullshit on the bottom screen, you're also using the control pad to essentially play poker on the top screen. What? Okay, hold on. Really? Hold on, I need to... I, 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 I literally, like, just remembered that that was an actual... Okay, I gotta fact check this shit, or, like, I we will get hate mail. It's already happening. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, you get partners in the first game and you okay. start with like a it's this little genki girl named Shiki and then you get this tough guy named Beat Beat and his little sister Rhyme and they're oh, great. That's cute. 
Right. You basically you basically have to match card suits to get specific combos. <laughs> okay. And, then, and, with, and with Joshua, um, his thing is like they have their own battle system thing on the top screen of the DS, and <laughs> and they just all have weird bullshit that you have to you have to deal with. So. Joshua uses his cell phone, and by pressing in numbers, and, okay, yeah, and by, like, matching numbers on the top of the screen, he basically uses telekinesis to summon cars and street signs and god rays. Okay. Yeah, it's it's a pretty damn good game. If you All haven't right. played this game, you should play this game. It's a really good game. It's really okay. good. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. It's, re it's a really good game. Alright, anyway, so that's basically The World Ends With You. So, that's enough prefacing. So the sequel, when they announced that it would be on the PS4 and Switch, and able to be played with a regular controller for human beings, oh my God. and not, like, the weird DS scheme that they had, because that was very much, like, the most system-exclusive gameplay I have ever seen in my fucking life. <laughs> Given everything that I have told you, the listener, mm -hmm. and Maggie. Hello. It's, um... Yeah, pretty wild. So, now that they're doing it with a controller, the way that they do it is just... Before, uh, only Neku could put on pins, and then he'd have, like, a bunch of different abilities depending on what pins he has. Mm. Now, each party member has a pin, and you can have, like, four of them. So basically, you would have your main guy, Rindo, with the, the blast, like, bullet weapon. And then, basically, you can just tap the button to have him shoot the bullet. And then you press square, and then the other guy, Fret, will do his sword attack. And then, if you want to do the ice pillar attack, then that's, like, a hold down shoulder button. So basically, you're they're all doing their separate attacks and they all have specific parameters that you can continue a combo from, which is great. Because if it's anything I like in RPGs, it's when party members talk to each other in the middle of combat. Because it makes it feel like a big, strong anime moment. Because <clears throat> mm -mm -mm. uh, it was in the first game, there was a thing called passing the puck, where you do a combo on the bottom screen and it sends like a green little hockey puck to the partner on the top screen, and then you have to complete a combo with them, and then it sends the puck back down, and then that boosts, like, their synergy. And then Ooh. when you have enough friendship points, you can do your Holy big shit. dick fusion attack, and it's great. And basically they have this, but it's with the different buttons on the controller, so it's... So you don't have to stress over two screens and freak out, because your hands are breaking. Hmm. 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 So basically, what I'm trying to say is, the game is good, and it is very stylish. It is just as stylish. Okay, if if we have any younger listeners, uh, step one, don't, and step two, <laughs> as a comparison, as like a closer reference point for you, 
think of every single time you look at like an aesthetic or something and think wow that looks like persona 5 this has big persona 5 energy Mm -hmm. the world ends with you basically created that they invented the the hip-hop cool graffiti style thing i don't know why for some reason i just imagined like persona 5 on the ds but like a port like new release 2021 you love persona 5 you love persona 5 on the ps4 the ps5 but now you can play it on your ds i don't know why that was that really got me (laughs) that really tickled me that's pretty like a d-mate or just like a really (laughs) shitty like uh yeah absolutely a d-mate just imagine your stupid little ds in your fucking hands so small so tiny and then it's just like screeching out like 8-bit sounding persona music that is just <laughs> just a little bit too jarring Whoa. to be cool and funky and smooth oh man oh you okay you definitely <laughs> you definitely need to hear some of the songs from the rose with you because they do have like japanese hip-hop and rap like with the lyrics in coming from a nintendo ds sound chip and Oh my god. Wow, dude. Yeah, I know. It's it's great. We'll listen to it after this. Holy shit, I'm absolutely ready for that. That's so funny. Yeah, um, I'm pretty sure there's gonna be a deal, like, near Automata, in that obviously you don't need to have to have played the previous game to enjoy the new thing. Because, Jesus fucking Christ. Mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not gonna, I'm not about to tell you to go back and play this 14-year-old N- N- Nintendo DS game. Although you should, because it's really good. To be fair, the way you're talking about it makes me kind of want to. It's just fucking weird. But it's really good weird. But I love that. Like, the really random, out-of-nowhere, fucking, like, tiny little baby titles that just earn a cult following because oh, yeah. of the quality. Like, I love it's, that shit. It's absolutely, um... Yeah, it absolutely wasn't popular at all. Yeah. <laughs> and it still isn't. Well, now, hold on, because I was actually going to ask you about this. Wasn't there a fucking end sequence of The World Ends With You at the end of one of the Kingdom Hearts games? Oh. Uh, there was a world in the 3DS Kingdom Hearts where you got to see the The World Ends With You characters. Yeah, right? Um, but there wasn't an end sequence. It was just more like a cameo thing. Oh, I see, I see. Yeah, they didn't even have their own Kingdom Hearts world. They just showed up. Ugh, that's yeah. that's sad, right? That means that their world was yeah. destroyed, isn't it? Well, I mean, you can't. Re- I guess their world would just be Shibuya. I you can't I have can. Sora, Donald, and Goofy in fucking Metropolitan Tokyo now, can you? <laughs> that's what you think. Um, I've been, I've been, I have been watching JoJo again. Okay. From part five. Oh, okay, that's fun. Where I left off, and, um... This is a good one. This is a good one, boys. I am at the... I I have watched... In the past few days, I have watched... Um... Black Sabbath. And I have just seen... Um... I've just seen them beat the crap out of, um... What is his name? The guy that Moody Blues comes out to fight on the sh- on the yacht. Oh, I don't remember. It's um his okay, it's a standability and he can turn people, he can deflate people. Def- oh fuck. Um I don't know. Hold on. <sighs> Soft machine? 
Yes, soft machine. <laughs> there you go. It's soft machine. I, you know, I love, I love JoJo's stand name so much. <laughs> stand user is Mario Zucchero. Also, man, just, just the amount of like Italian weebdom that <laughs> they really go hard when they're like, "This is the, this is the culture we're doing this time, boys." It's like, oh yeah, there we go. Yeah, he's like, I really need the whole world to see how much I fucking love Italy. <laughs> so we're gonna do it, boys. I mean... With gold experience. Black... Okay, if anyone's new to JoJo, uh, please watch JoJo. <laughs> uh, these are basically superpowers that big, buff, gay supermodels wield to fight each other, and they are all named after musical artists or groups and it is it is just it is just amazing it is just a good time it's just great mm -hmm. it's peak nonsense if you're looking Having for good, good referential anime jojo's the one. Oh yeah very very uh inspirational there are a lot of ripples that jojo has left <laughs> get it because hamon <laughs> that's for our long time listeners <laughs> Oh, you're such a dweeb. Anyways, um, Maggie, um, tell me, tell, tell us about Witcher One for the PC. What the fuck are you doing playing Witcher One? That's a great question. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like three years ago, three years into my relationship with my my current partner, I um, I discovered his insatiable thirst for anything Witcher, and oh. he he enjoys the series so much and i being a huge uh loser really like fantasy and medieval based things Fantasy's so we, right so we started talking about stuff and then he pretty much since that point on has been like you got it you got it the witcher holy shit the witcher is so good the witcher the witcher the witcher i'm like eh. when the show came out it was like you got it what the hell are you doing how come you haven't played the witcher what's wrong with you oh my god and i love the show i thought it was really neat i I have the attention span of a mongoose, so I can't read books, but um, it's like I can absolutely sit through a fucking grody-ass, bad, low-poly video game from back in the day. I can do that. So uh, so finally, with quarantine picking up and I actually started like getting shit done, I was like, I'm going to reward myself by playing a game on my fucking Steam account instead of buying 17 more. So um, Sounds like a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah yeah the the witcher was the one i landed on and i was like i can figure this out and uh i gotta just get through this because i really like the witcher i think the series is really neat you play as Geralt of rivia for anyone who's not uh invested in this <laughs> thing and Geralt of rivia is a witcher what a witcher is is a human child who has been taken and then basically stabbed full of mutagens until their body and their chemical makeup have been pretty much altered to the point where most regular humans consider them monsters, but they are immune to toxins, poisons, certain venoms, etc., etc., because now they are mutated. So on the behest of royal families and, and ancient tradition, they go around to different cities and settlements and take on jobs hunting monsters for coin. And Because oh, uh, he has, like, an immunity, so... Exactly, right? So that's the okay. idea, but 
the concept of witchers are really frowned upon because you basically go to a place and take kids and then stick them full of this shit. Not everyone survives. Yeah. So it's this whole storyline, right? But you, you play as Geralt of Rivia and through his time as a witcher has just deserved all of this really great renown, has basically like built up his name and legacy and has made witchers to be a lot less scary because he has compassion whereas a lot of other witchers don't or don't have a chance to show it so he doesn't really get involved but when he does he is snarky sarcastic and really good-hearted so um he's fun to play as right you, you play as like the brooding silent mysterious type who just like sweeps in does your piece but because you know how to be respectful and you know when to speak and when not to speak the choices and dialogue are very much like this guy just called you a punk ass bitch you've got the choice to be completely silent let him keep talking but only glint at your fucking sword in the threatening aura or call him a dumbass bitch back what do you do and you're just like nice so <laughs> it's fun and then <sighs> just like one of what, side side note about Geralt's character is he's a giant horn dog goes around oh. fucking everybody but apparently oh, really? oh okay. yeah yeah, so it's like a it's like a side mechanic in the game where you can find certain women who because Geralt of Rivia is a straight man. Tragic. I know, tragic. You'll walk up to a random girl and you'll just be asking around town for like clues to your next side quest. And then it'll like have this moment where she's like, So what if you brought me? And you're like, uh, I don't know what I have for you. So you dig through your shit. And you're like, oh, I've got a bouquet of flowers that I stole off a corpse in the woods. Here. <laughs> and she's just like, oh, Geralt of Rivia. And then it, like, hard cuts. And then it gives you this, like, trading card. But they're they're basically just, like, pinups. And it uh. showcases that you have fucked the girl. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> I didn't mean for this to happen. I, I wish whenever I had sex that I just got, like, a trading card of just my, like, <laughs> nude body. So I could give it as a reward to people. Uh, yeah, well, that's how it feels, right? And then, like, there's a side story in the journal where you can go in and you can uh, basically get the information, the biographies on the characters you've met. And if you fucked someone, there's a little heart. You can click it. You can just view that fucking image, whatever you want. And, like, if you fuck the person at the very bottom of, like, this text of this person is this, blah, 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 blah. It'd be like, they're a very naughty girl. And you're like, ew, you're gross. Stop. Um, it's it's really funny because he's such like a brooding, mysterious character. For him to just like throw in shit like that, I'm like, ew, you're so gross. Wow. Yeah. Um, romance cards, also called sex cards. Yeah. Jesus fucking Christ. Dude. Yeah. It's, listen, for, <laughs> I, I truly am a horn dog for the ages. So when I started getting these cards, I was like, "Oh, now I gotta catch them all." So um, that became a thing. <laughs> now I have to fuck every, every single girl so yeah. I can get their pussy Pokemon card. That's it. But uh, that aside, the game is actually really interesting. There's a lot of like deep lore when it comes to monsters, and there's a lot of like. Because you're a witcher, you know how to fight off certain monsters, so you can make things like oils, and uh, like you can have grindstones and different whetstones that essentially upgrade your armor and your sword work. So like, if you have a silver sword, it's meant for monsters. A steel sword is meant for humans, and oh. you have to like you have to like coordinate back and forth between them during combat. There's different styles of fighting, so there's like strong style, fast style, or uh, group combat. 
And so you have to make sure you have the right weapon and the right techniques because certain enemies don't work against fast style, but they certain enemies don't work against group style, etc. So um, it's neat. It's like a really intricate and like well thought out system. There are ways to just like zip through the game using all of these buffs and things that he has because he's a witcher. And it's it's neat. Like you can go through the journal and read all of that shit and it's really interesting. And all of like the biographies and journal entries they have for monsters, characters, and the actual happenings of the world are genuinely interesting. Like it's it's really neat. Because the premise of this game is that he's lost his memory, so you're trying to find it as you progress through the game. Uh... But you're basically building his character up from the from the ground up with your own ideals depending on how you live. But uh yeah, no, it's really neat. I love me a fleshed out fantasy world. Yeah, it's it's super fleshed out. That's half the reason that I was so excited to play through them. But I I told myself I'm not playing Witcher three right off the bat like a lot of people I know did. I want I want to know. Yeah. So I went back to to one because it was hella cheap on Steam. But now I'm like, God, this is an old PC game. <laughs> like, yeah, that's why people don't play it. I know, but it's like, ah, fuck it. I like the story. I like the world. And honestly, I want to see how it comes to be. It's not. It's not the end of the world, and if I've got to pour myself into a, a fantasy game that I know will inevitably be one of the best, because it's it's like critically acclaimed, so it's just one of those things where like I really wanted to I wanted to give it a try in its fullest. So we started at one. Well, Maggie, good luck. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> uh, I wish you the best in all of your future endeavors. Uh, <laughs> are you signing me off to my death? It's like you're dying, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I played The Witcher 1 on PC. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you, you, Little Miss Animated Movies, I, yes. I hear that you've been you've been watching some of my fucking favorites, alright? I saw these on the thing and I was oh, like, really? yeah, are you joking? Treasure Treasure Planet and... and... I, um, I have never seen these much to my friend's dismay because they are um uh, now i know phenomenal movies I they're watch... so good i sorry i saw that you hadn't seen atlantis i was like what the fuck Trucy yeah. hasn't seen atlantis treasure planet and atlantis yeah treasure planet is a good ass fucking movie that's oh a, yeah that's, that's a damn good movie and there are shit. some there are some scenes in that movie where i'm like that is that is just a Considering the time that that movie was made, it is unbelievable how well they could blend the 2D and 3D together. Oh my god, right? Like, it, it that 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 looks, like, actually not like shit, which <laughs> I wouldn't expect, because most of the times, that looks like shit when you try to blend it. Oh, absolutely. Like, listen, don't get me wrong, they fucked up before. The studio also did a movie called Titan AE. That movie looks like garbage, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Atlantis and Treasure Planet did a really good job. Actually, is there 3D in Atlantis? I don't remember. I don't. I don't think so. Not as much as well. Not as much as Treasure Planet, at least. Oh, definitely not as much. No. Treasure Planet is just. It's just a very wholesome uh, movie. That's mm -hmm. just very nice. There's canon Empreg in that, isn't there? In Treasure Planet. Yeah. Okay. Hold on. There's Delbert Doppler. Oh, I don't remember. Doctor Delbert Doppler is a male dog person and he's great because he is constantly having a panic attack also <laughs> also um there's like source material that my that louise looked up and uh the the males bear the children oh 
That's cute. Which, I, did, I did not know that at all. I, I did not know that, but that is very interesting. And that means that Captain Amelia is fucking dicking him up. Oh, absolutely. I'm into that, though. Which is exactly how it should be. <laughs> Just as God intended. The way God intended. Absolutely. Like, I had, I had like, another... If I watched Treasure Planet and Atlantis as a child, wow, that would have been such a quicker sexual awakening for me. Like, <laughs> just like when Captain Amelia shows up and starts kicking ass and I'm like, hmm, all right, my pussy's doing some things. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, that's very fair. She she was also like, oh, no, <laughs> like, holy shit. And then um, and then Atlantis, which Jesus fucking Christ. Atlantis is like writing is the most for adults I have ever seen a Disney mm. anything ever. Mm-mm. Like I'm I'm trying to find the cast here. There's the like the old woman character who is just a fucking absolute hero. Uh Miss Packard, I think. Ooh, uh she's like the constant smoker. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, 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 okay. Sorry. If you give me their archetypes, I'll know. Wilhelmina Bertha Packard, chain smoking radio operator. Oh, she's she is, so good. She is just she is she just makes every single scene she's in. What a goddamn champion. Like And um <sighs> Dr. Sweet. Dr. Sweet. A a black and Native American. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, bruh, what? Excuse me? That's <laughs> rad. Yeah. And then, and then he brings up the giant containers and he's like, I'm gonna need you to fill these. And then <laughs> and then he spits out his whatever is in his mouth. He's like, with what? I'm like, with cum. <laughs> with cum, Milo Thatch. I need uh, your cummies. Oh, ew. Ah, I don't... <laughs> he needs uh. those cummies. He needs it for his research. I just need you to let me before we continue this fucking disgusting train of thought. Um, yes, my my partner's little brother is a very tall, very gangly white boy with cir- like, huge circular glasses and what I can only describe as Milo Thatch hair. So uh, they call him Milo all the time as a joke in reference to that movie. So I don't ever want to think of a single second <laughs> of Milo being milked. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you like this? <laughs> what are you? Yep, hate? you run a fucking podcast with this shit, dude. I you know. signed the con- you signed the contract. There's no getting did. out. I sure did sign that contract. Yep. Um. So, sexual awakening. Uh. N- number number two is is absolutely, uh, Princess Kita. But only after the oh. scene where she kicks the shit out of the boys. Oh. Because I- I'm like. That's a that's a hot woman and she's doing a violence and I like that. Listen, for for the record, I I appreciate that you were like, "Oh, she's hot and powerful." Yes. But I saw her and went, "Oh, I like tan girls." <laughs> like that's what happened. Oh, what? Did I block that out? That she's tan? Oh, no. I I was I I was, you know what? For a second, I was just worried that you that you were like they made her white. No, 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 <laughs> no, no, she is, she is tan, and, uh, I, ooh, do I love a tan girl, holy That's shit. That's a good. Right? So yeah, those are good-ass movies, if you haven't seen them, you should watch them, they're very good. 
Did you want to tell us the premise of those movies? No. <laughs> no. I love that a lot. Just fucking watch it, okay? Just That's just really do it. Just do it, you sluts. To be fair, yeah, no, you should absolutely watch Atlantis, the uh, the Lost Empire. It is so good. Just trust uh, me. It's also, good. that that entire montage sequence in Treasure Planet, where like the song plays. Like, oh yeah, the the dad. Yeah, the dad the montage. Da- <laughs> oh boy, did it absolutely ruin my life! I cried like a little baby. Sometimes, if I hear that song, I still cry. Isn't it great having a dad? Says Disney. Uh, where? Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good having a dad, I'll tell you what. The song is called I'm Still Here, and it's very fucking sad. Oh, oh, 10 million percent. Can I can I also tell you what's what's pretty cool? What's really cool, Maggie? Uh, coming coming to um to 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 Steam on July 21st or wait, hold on. <laughs> July 8th, my bad, is a game called Boomerang. And the premise is it's like first person, and then you go around this like super cool magical world with a boomerang, and you go okay. Push it. I, but I assumed it's... that was. <laughs> Wait, you assumed agent? it was about a boomerang? What? What gave it away? Um, boomerang. But the the creatures in this game specifically are what I'm excited about. They look so fucking cool. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Right? Isn't it neat? That is very neat. That is very yeah. cool. So I was excited about that. And then this one, this one is specifically for you, Trucy. I saw this and went, Trucy's gonna like this one. It's called Fuma. Oh, it's, for, there's furries. Let's go. Yeah. Oh, I've, I've, I've seen this, like, when it was first teased. So we're good, boys. All right. I've just been waiting for this. Well, July 29th, it'll be yours, Fuga, oh Melodies of Steel. Uh, yeah. I can have my mech furries. Yeah, so it's like a, I believe it's turn-based, turn-based RPG strategy fighting, etc, etc. Good. Turn-based is life. Yeah, for real. But it's all furries, so if you're into that shit, uh, there you go. Anime furries. <laughs> and, you, and you know I am. Oh, I know you are. If any of our <laughs> our lovely listeners are also into furry shit, that's for you. So, um, The art yeah. is very, very beautiful. Yeah, no, the, the art lines, is gorgeous. Uh, the line is... Yeah, Ugh. it's like uh, soft line work with even softer colors. His name is Malt, Jesus Christ. Malt? Like malt liquor? Malt. Yeah. There's Malt, May, Hannah, Kyle, Boron, Socks. His name is Socks. Oh no! I love his stupid name! <laughs> and there's Chick and Hack. Chick, huh? They're, they're little kids and their names are Chick and Hack. Oh. Chick and Hack. Alright, do you want to take some fucking questions? <laughs> yeah. Wait, am I cutting out? Is that a thing that's happening? Hold on. Well, in the meantime, let me let me tell a story to our wonderful viewers. I'm back! Oh, hi! <laughs> okay, well, what was All your right? story? You can tell a story. Oh, I, uh... Oh, no, I was, sorry, I was gonna say, I, um... I'm an anxious mess. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a gay anxious mess, and, uh... At one of my my last few jobs, what happened was, um, I I met a f- a girl who was so cute, and I had like a huge crush on her, and uh, we worked together. We had like the same uh, status job, 
And because I was trying to make friends uh, with my fucking broken ass brain, I was like, I'll lend you my comic books because you like comics and I like comics. And here we go. We vibe really well. And you're really cute. And I like you so much. So please have my comics. So I lent them to her. And then shortly after she was fired and I quit. And because we were friends, it was like, oh, we'll still hang out. Oh, we'll go do something. Oh, no problem. So, uh, and then you never did. We did once just before the pandemic hit. But oh. that was, like, just after I'd given her the comics. So I was like, no, take your time with them. It's not a big deal. And then, um, anyways, <laughs> it's, it's been, like, a year. <laughs> she messages me out of the blue because we don't really talk too often. Again, we were work friends, but I like her so much. And then um, she, she, she's like, I'm moving to Ottawa. Could you be a recommendation for, for the, the rental tenants or whatever the fuck? Or landlord. And I'm like, yeah, no problem. And <laughs> she still has my comic books. <laughs> And it was like, I thought about it and then went, oh, fuck, I don't want to bring it up because I feel really bad. Like, obviously, I want to see her more than I want my comic books back. But also, she's going to Ottawa. Like, I would like my shit back. Am I in the wrong? And I had, like, a, a mild panic attack. Um, I had to call, like, three people and be like, am I stupid? And they were like, yes, it's fine yes. to want your shit back. And I'm like, yeah, ah! Your shit back. Right? So we decided we were going to, like, hang out for a quick minute. And then that kept getting pushed. Anyways, today, I finally went to go see her. And I, like, my crush is over. I, I thought my crush was over because I was like, yeah, it's been so long. I haven't really seen her in a while. Like, whatever. She comes out of the house wearing the cutest white shorts and this, like, this old men's crew neck shirt that's been cut just below the, the chest. And I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I'm so gay. Oh, no, that was part of her plan. <laughs> well she gave back my books and she was like oh my god like, thank you for reminding me I, I didn't want to leave to Ottawa with your shit that would be crazy and I was like why are you also a really good person I'm so anxious and so nervous and so gay and here I am just trying to have a conversation with you but I can't even fucking look at your goddamn cute shoulders and this crew neck because anyways um so I got my books back and I got to say goodbye stop being a little bitch and ask her out I can't because I'm in a committed relationship with someone I love. Um, and uh, well, That sounds like you're a lost buddy. Oh, I know. But also, she's really flaky when it comes to relationships. Like, uh, we talked about a lot of the relationship she was in while uh, while we worked together. And it was very much like, I don't know, I just didn't vibe with him. So I just ghosted him. And I was like, yikes, I would yikes. die. <laughs> I was like, shit. I would die if, if that happened to me. If a girl this cute ghosted me, I'd be like good goodbye like <laughs> i've ceased to exist so um yeah so it's, it's probably a good thing that i didn't get a chance to ask her out but like at the yeah, same maybe. time i mean obviously i i am in a committed relationship with a with a, a person that i am absolutely in love with but um yep yeah no so that was my that was my soft little story for today she's so i'm still wow, that sounds like you're definitely gonna make a swift recovery maggie Oh, sorry, I wanted to... <laughs> yeah? Sorry, the piece of news I wanted to share before we took listener questions was uh, Silent Hill Creator's new horror game will be a choice-driven experience. They also have the uh, the main story writer of the Fear series in on it as well. Oh, so, Jesus like, I'm so fucking ready for it. You do not understand. <laughs> Like, I'm so fucking excited. Because I can't fucking play Returnal, because I don't have a PS5, so I guess I'm just waiting for the next fucking horror game that isn't gonna fucking shit the brick bed if I play it on a PS4. But, um, yeah, no, I'm really excited. I'm really excited for it. I just... 
forget anyways. That was it. Do you want to take a listen to your questions, or do you have anything else? Uh, Geralt of Rivia has a horse named Roach, right? Yeah, he does! <laughs> yeah, I, um, there's a lot of Oh, no. of, there's a lot of chocobos in Final Fantasy XIV oh, that are, like, named Roach. And they're, it shows, like, a message when they are summoned into battle. And, okay. boy, a lot of people have roaches. Alright, that's about it. Let's take this question from, uh... I thought, I thought you were gonna make... I thought you were gonna talk about porn. I thought you were gonna be like, he's got a uh, horse named Roach, right? Because I've seen, I've seen a lot of images of him being um, fucked by his horse. No, and I was like, oh, no. okay. What? Trucy, this is not... Maggie, have you seen... Have, Maggie? Are you new to the internet? Take a look around. Maggie, have you seen porn of this of this man getting fucked by his horse? Yes. Is that what the Witcher drugs help you do? Fuck horses. (laughs) That's not what they help you do, but uh, I've seen it. Definitely seen it. Because here's the thing: if you look up anything gay with Geralt, because I got I got heated. I was like, are you telling me I can only fuck the girls? That's a- that's unex- show me Geralt fucking the boys! And then I was like, that's a horse. <laughs> that's not what oh. I wanted at all. Yikes! So, uh, yeah, I know it exists. Okay, um, anyways, here we- we have a question from- <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. We have- we have a- we have a question from listener named Daryl. Hello, Daryl. Thank you very much. Hi, Daryl! What age did you settle on the look that really felt like you? Daryl- I still don't know what the fuck I'm doing, dude. <laughs> I was just about to are say, you, I'm like... Oh. Are you kidding me? <laughs> okay, for, like, okay, hold on. Full disclosure. Full disclosure. Yes. I think your tastes will change like the fucking tides, alright? Like, the yeah. moon will shift your shit around every goddamn fucking cycle. And that's just the way the world is. You might be really into Paramore through your fucking formative years, and then... <sighs> You crawl into your late teens and you're super into fleet foxes, so you dress like a goddamn hipster. And then when you turn 24, you decide, what the hell am I doing? I don't even like IPA beer. I'm just going to fucking live my best grunge life. And then you dress like fucking Kurt Cobain. Like, do do whatever you want to do. If your fashion is dictated by music or by the things you're interested in or the crews you hang out with so long as you're comfortable and you feel good and confident in what you're wearing that's fine Trucy, did you decide to make a sandwich halfway through my speech? I'm not making a sandwich, I'm putting away a pot I'm sorry <laughs> I was listening uh, yeah, I don't know, it just sounded like you were fixing through the whole fridge I'm sorry, I was just putting a pot away in the dishwasher uh huh, anyways <laughs> I'm um, listening! I have oh. my earbud in, okay? Fuck. Uh, a whole earbud. <laughs> Shit. God. <laughs> uh, no, I just I just think, you know, Trucy, if you don't mind listening to me, so... I am listening, okay? <laughs> God. Holy shit. I know, I'm just fucking... <laughs> um, yeah, no, I think I think you gotta just... I think it just comes to you. And then you, there'll be one day where you're like, wait, I don't like this thing. Why am I buying this thing? Oh, because it looks good on my body? Fuck that. Everything looks good on your body. Because you dictate what looks good on your body. You gotta like it. And if you like it, then you like it. And that's it. Done. Daryl, when I was in high school, I didn't think that... uh, Well, at the moment, I thought that me wearing the hat that Ace wears in One Piece was my look that was really me. (laughs) And looking back on it in retrospect now, I think that was a really fucking stupid move. (laughs) Um... (laughs) When I first came out, 
and I was wearing very hyper femme, very billowy, adorable, like, pastel and light colors. And now, fast forward, like, five, seven years, and everything that I wear all the time, even if it's 30 degrees outside, is black as night. <laughs> because I'm a goth bitch now, and that's just how it is. And hey, in five or seven more years, you might decide, actually, I really like that pastel look, and you'll go back to that. Or maybe you'll just go deeper black, and you'll start painting your nails, and dyeing your hair, and wearing sclera contact lenses. Who knows? Yeah, maybe... Maybe I'll live the rest of my life with my natural black hair. Maybe I'll dye the tips of my hair red because whatever, man. I still want to do that. I really want to do that. I, you know what? Whatever you want, thing. baby. You live wanna, your fucking life. I want to have red body. fire hair. I want to be like a. I want to be like a fire horse. I want to <laughs> be like a horse but made of fire. Oh. <laughs> My first thought was like I want to be like a horse, but the one that doesn't fuck Geralt. <laughs> I don't know why that's where <laughs> I went. The curse, you can't run away anymore. Can't uh, run away from uh, horse fucking. It, what's uh, it's just horses. Horses are always cursed to me. Like <laughs> Geralt of Rivia being fucked by his horse. Clover horse. Like I'm always being oh, fucking tired. No, we don't talk about Clover Horse on the podcast. That's just, that's too much. <laughs> we'll summon Yasmin. <laughs> no, th- no, we can't. It's, we can't. Yasmin <laughs> listens to this fucking podcast. I don't. She's the, she's the reason Clover Horse haunts me. You hear that, Yasmin? It's all you. Mm. Anyways, you want to take another question? Or... <laughs> yeah, let's do it. What are the little things in- Oh, this this letter is from Carol, by the way. Hi, Carol! Oh my I god, know. Carol and Daryl? What's Carol going on? Did you plan this? <laughs> is this a crossover episode? <laughs> 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 Alright. <laughs> hey, Maggie and Tracy, and maybe Ashley. Little- and What maybe. are the- What are the little- <laughs> What are the little minute things in video games that you love and hate? Like- a UI decision, or little idle animations, for example. I like idle animations, dude. If there's like an extended idle, like I'm not talking about like eight seconds. No, I'm talking about if you leave your character there for five minutes and they have a unique five minute animation that plays, that's a winner. Mm. Like when. In the original Sonic the Hedgehog, if you idle for long enough, he will get increasingly frustrated with you, the player, looking at the screen. He will check his watch, tap his feet, and then he'll just fucking leave. He will just leave. And then it gives you a game over. Really? Yeah, he just leaves. He's like, see you later, bitch. That's so funny. I didn't know that happened. What the fuck? It's it is the best. Holy shit. It it's just he's too cool for you. That's so funny. He's not waiting for you, you bitch. That'd be the first thing I do in every single video game. I would just sit there and just watch their idol because that shit's great, mm. and uh, all of, of all of Crash's animations are just phenomenal. Mm, mm, mm. It's just great. 
very true. Ugh. Yeah, Sonic leaves you. Uh, Crash Bandicoot will just do some yo-yo playing. Mm-mm. Yeah, most like most popular, they'll just have characters like Nap. It's just so good. Yeah. It's just I... great. I like that though. I really enjoy that. I think that's so. That's such a nice touch, you know. Yeah. Um, for Ape Escape, one of my favorite <gasps> games. Yes. The idle animation is the character would just like sit down and put his stuff down, and just f- go to sleep in Dungeons mm. of Dreadmore for <laughs> PC. If anyone, if fucking anyone knows what I'm talking about, <laughs> please let me know because I don't think anyone knows what Dungeons of Dreadmore is. I do not. Uh, it was. It was one. Of, it was a very, very early roguelike indie game, and uh, one of the idle animations that the hero does is he just takes out a PSP and just starts playing it, like just a real ass PSP. That's amazing. Yeah, it's pretty great. So that's my answer. My answer is idle animations, um, extended idols. Extended idols are very good. That's a very good one. Uh, I like affection systems. Like, oh! Anytime there's a, anytime there's any game at all, I don't care what the fucking game is. Okay, That's it could good. be a puzzle game, it could be an RPG, it could be an RTS. I am looking for an affection system because if I walk up to a character and I'm like, "Fuck you," and it's like that actually negatively impacted the way this character looks at you, and now you can't buy anything from that shop. I'm like, <laughs> "Yes." I wanted that. That's exactly what I wanted because I just love that shit. Like when we, I found out that Hades had the fucking affection system, I was like, "Yeah, this is this is my favorite game of this year, no <laughs> question." Like, I love it because I don't like just playing dating sims and RPGs. It's like I just like being able to actually recruit my fucking soldiers and the people I fight alongside of, or you know, whatever fucking puzzle game you're fucking using. I just like being able to. I don't know, actually actually do something that feels like you as a person are making a difference in the characters, you know? Yeah. Like when you drag a item to them and little hearts pop up. Yeah. You're like, yeah, I like that. I like the one the hearts pop up and the whatnot. Yeah, it's like show me affection because no one else does. Ha 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 ha. Wow. That's a funny joke. Our listeners will surely relate to because their uh, parents don't give them enough love. Are you a victim of trauma? <laughs> if you are, send a question to hotpodcastmail at gmail.com. <laughs> and we're not therapists. Don't actually, like, don't, don't. Just don't, dude. Oh my god, yeah, I'm not trained for any of that. Are you joking? I can just, barely take just, care of myself. Just fucking don't. But if you have some nonsense bullshit that you want to send in, then sure. Anyways, um, that's that's the that's the podcast. We did it, boys. We sure did.